And we're back talking some New York Mets today, Monday, fresh off opening weekend, our series against the Washington Nationals. We take three out of four from the Nets. You know, when when we look back at the start of this season, like, you know, later on, right, as the season goes on or towards the end of the season, we're going to look back at a very unique start to this New York Mets 2022 season. You know what I mean? The start time for opening day on Thursday was supposed to be at what? 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock or whatever. It got pushed back to 7 o'clock because it's raining in Washington. And 7 o'clock comes around or 6.30. And then that time gets delayed also, that start, to about 8-something, right? So we already got two delays. Um... McCann gets hit two times. Alonzo gets hit one time in game one. Then game two is delayed due to some lightning bullshit. And game two also brought us Apple TV, which I don't know whose fucking bright idea that was, but God, I hope we don't see that ever again. I, th- I think there's a couple more Apple TV games or something. I don't I don't know. I don't I try not to keep up with that bullshit. But yeah, so game two is delayed because of lightning. Um, Scherzer's debut, right? Uh, Lindor gets hit in game two. The benches clear out. This is a very unique start to a baseball season for any team, right? But I mean, for the Mets, it's like, ah, damn, like what? You know, nothing could ever go right for the Mets. Um, But besides that, when we look back at this opening series, we can say... Man, this is kind of where it started. Um, You know, we were playing the Washington Nationals, who I believe are not a very good team. They're they're probably a bottom five, bottom seven team this this season, even with Juan Soto. Uh, They're just not very good. So I'm not going to get too much into, you know, the Mets are going to fucking run away with the shit and with the division and, and this and that. Um, there was a lot of bright areas in, in this weekend. Even in the loss on Sunday, there was a bright spot. And that's Carlos Carrasco. Um, there's a lot of good things that the Mets did in this opening weekend series against the Nationals. And, uh, you know, I, I came away pretty impressed. I think I think most fans did. Uh, I mean, you, you see how the team stuck together. When the bench is cleared, Buck Walter leading the charge out of the dugout. And these this timely hitting that the Mets showed, which it doesn't matter who you're, who you're playing against. It didn't matter last season in 2021 who the Mets were playing. We couldn't get timely hitting against the bad teams, much less against the good teams. So I would say this start and how the Mets have looked, considering... You know, no no ace, Jacob DeGrom, to, to start the season. I mean, we've looked all right. You know, the new guys have made an impact so far. Canna, Marte, Escobar, uh, birthday boy Jeffy McNeil hitting a home run on his birthday. Alonzo with a grand slam. Uh, Lindor had an error, I think, in, in the first game. But other, other than that, his glove was good. He hit a home run on Sunday. Um and, you know, I, I circle back to Carlos Carrasco because 
you know, if you follow me on Twitter at Raw Uncut Sports, you know, I, I give Carrasco a hard time, and rightfully so. I mean, the guy really hasn't showed uh, much that I can remember looking at it, at his game logs, at his game logs from from last season. There's probably like two really good games there, and the rest are like iffy. A lot of a lot of starts where he gave up five runs, four runs, three runs, six runs. I mean, it hasn't been a great start to his Mets career. Uh, but yesterday, five and two-thirds, two hits, one earned run, a home run by Nelson Cruz. And that's, you know, five strikeouts, zero walks. In 2021, he only had one start where he went five innings and one earned run. Another start where he went four innings pitch and one earned run. All other starts, two or more um, earned runs. Like I said, a lot of fours, fives, and sixes in there. So, you know, it was against the Nationals. So I'm not going to put a lot of stock into that. Uh, You know, I want to see how he uh, pitches against other teams. And, you know, we'll go from there. But definitely a bright spot to the start of this Mets 2022 season is seeing Carlos Carrasco pitch well, and we need him to pitch well. And we have to remember that Carlos Carrasco is not going to blow away any hitters. So it's going to be really important for Carrasco to hit his spots, not hang any curveballs. You know, he, he just really has to be pinpoint perfect uh, when pitching. So, so yeah, that's that's kind of what I see um, that Carlos Carrasco needs to do this season to be effective. Again, a bright start um, to the 2022 season for Carlos Carrasco. And speaking of bright start, Chris Bassett. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't know much about him. Okay, I had to go back and watch highlights of Chris Bassett in uh, Oakland because I've heard of the guy. I've, I've seen highlights of him on, you know, MLB Network or whatever, but I really never sat down and watched the guy pitch for five, six, seven innings or whatever. Um, and I got to say, I came away really, really, really impressed. Um, I knew he had a, a big arsenal of pitches, a four-seamer, slider, sinker, cutter, curveball, changeup. I wasn't sure how effective he would throw these pitches. Uh, he ended up throwing 93 pitches in total, but he was very, he used everything and he was, it seemed like, it seemed like he really knew how he wanted to approach every hitter. He was willing to attack. Um, and he has great control of all those pitches rarely do do you see a pitcher with you know six pitches and he throws them all well uh but he 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 throws them all pretty well like he's got really good control of his arm and and pitches and everything and this guy you know we heard i mean this is a big you know soundbite uh right after that game uh friday night i'm sorry saturday night against the nationals where Bassett says, you know, he's not uh, afraid of anybody. He's pitched to Otani. He's pitched to Trout. So he's not really backing down from anybody. And 
I believe in the first inning, he was down 3-0 to Soto, and he came back and he threw two cutters and a changeup. Uh, I'm sorry, he was he was down 3-0. He had thrown two cutters and a changeup to, to Soto, and he comes back four-seam, 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 and strikes out Soto. So I think that right there tells you that he's not bullshitting. He's... He really means what he says. He's not afraid to attack. He will attack the best hitters. Um, and that is, you know, that is great confidence. I think that will trickle down to the rest of the team, maybe the rest of the starters, the lineup to go out there and score some runs for this guy that is not scared to attack the other team's best hitter. So, again, it's all about... Um, and I guess this circles back to Buck Showalter, man. I was I was so happy when they hired him. He just brings a different feel to this team. You can you know what else I liked? And you know, I'm I might ramble a little bit because my, my thoughts are racing like hundred and ten miles per hour. They have an exit velocity of hundred and ten miles per hour right now, and I just I feel like I, I gotta get everything off. I just love talking New York Mets, uh, and my other two favorite teams. I just like I just like talking about them. Um, the other thing that I liked about the Mets, even though they resulted in outs sometimes, uh, is the aggressiveness. Like, we, we weren't afraid to take that, that extra base. We weren't afraid to go from first to third and, and, you know, scramble home. Yeah, we, you know, they got us out a few times uh, by being aggressive, but... You know, you 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 kind of you kind of have to set a tone. Like you you got to go out there and and go after it. And uh, you know, being aggressive is something that is going to benefit this team. It's very it's very deep, man. In my opinion, this lineup is very deep. It's a very deep roster. Um, I like our bench. I, I like I like who Buck. Buck is mi is mixing it up early on, and this is his way of saying, I think, okay, I don't have any team intel or anything like that, but this is what I think. This is a way of him saying, everybody's going to play, but everybody's going to play where I think they should play, whether it be on the field, as a DH, in the lineup. The only thing that is concrete here is is the starting five, all right? It's the starting rotation. I think he's going to mix and match the, the bullpen. I really wish we were carrying a third lefty reliever. We're not, but that's okay. So unless you pitch the night before out of the bullpen, you're going to pitch the next day more than likely. I don't think he's going to give players a lot of rest and I think game one was a was a prime example of that you know the Mets are up it's not a safe situation but you bring in Edwin Diaz and you kind of boost the guy's confidence a little bit rest in peace to his grandmother or grandfather I can't remember he's out on uh, bereavement leave uh, I think he'll be with the team tonight first game against the Phillies but he won't be able to pitch until tomorrow so shout out to Edwin Diaz uh, sucks losing a family member but shout out to him. I hope he's doing well. I hope his family's great. I'm very impressed with this first series by the New York Mets. I am no way going to scream World Series. 
I'm in no way going to scream division win because if if anything the Mets have taught us New York Mets fans how to be humble <laughs> and if we're not humble they will for sure humble us um so now we go into this series against the Philadelphia Phillies who probably out of all the teams that are not my teams, I hate the most. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe the Eagles, maybe the Philadelphia Eagles I hate a little more. But I hate, I dislike, I dislike all Philly teams, but I dislike the Philadelphia Phillies. And this series is a good measuring stick because we just finished taking three out of four from the Nationals, the Phillies ended up taking, uh, is it three out of four or two out of three from the A's who are not very good. Both of those teams are bottom five by bottom seven teams this season. Um, so this series is a good, is a good way to gauge both teams actually. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see Aaron Nola, of the Phillies, we'll see Zach Wheeler of the Phillies. We'll see this revamped uh, bullpen of the of the Phillies. We will see this offense that I believe is a pretty good one. One through five, the Phillies have a pretty good offense. Um, but they're also going to see our best. Also, they're going to see. Well, Walker's not our best, but uh, you know we we definitely need him to pitch well tonight. But they'll see Walker. They'll see McGill. And they'll see Scherzer. So this is the perfect series for both teams. And I really believe this season we're finally going to see the Phillies and the Mets both be good at the same time. Uh, whether that means in the playoffs or not, I don't know. But I think we'll both be good because it's always one team. The Phillies are really good. We really suck. Or the Mets are good and the fucking Phillies suck. And we're never good at the same time. Uh, but yeah, like I said, this is going to be a really good uh, series to gauge for both teams. Uh, I'm excited about it. Look, I give Philly fans a lot of shit on Twitter. Um, but I honestly, honestly, deep down, I love the city of Philadelphia. Uh, I have a cousin that's born and raised in Philadelphia. Uh, his mom and dad, uh, you know, live out there. I used to visit Philly once a month at least with my parents. We used to go up there, um, stay the weekend at, at his house. Um, I love the food. You know, the people there are, you know, it's it's very similar to New York to me, okay? Uh, the food is good. Uh, really, I, I honestly, I, I, I honestly love Philadelphia. Like, it's, it's just, you know, blue collar hardworking city they're passionate about their teams um and you know and i'm the same way you know i love to talk shit i love to i love to go back and forth um and i'm hardcore about my my three favorite teams uh the mets hold a very special place in my heart so when the phillies and the mets play this goes to a whole nother level like me and my cousin we text each other and it is anything but love. It is pure trash talking. Uh, but at the end of the day, I love him. I love the city of Philadelphia. I've been to the bank a couple times. I went for a whole weekend series 
And I promise you, the fans in Philly, I don't need to tell you. They're a fucking rowdy bunch. I had peanuts thrown at me. I stood up like a champ. I asked who it was. Nobody wanted to come forward. I looked down at my cousin and I'm like, bro, I hope you have my back because I'm ready to fucking throw down. So, you know, it's all love with Philadelphia. If you if you see my tweets, they may come off a little little disrespectful. They may come off a little, uh, you know, arrogant. But just know that I do mean it. But also know that I love the city of Philadelphia. I, I love the fans. I, I just I really appreciate how how much they love their teams because I'm I'm honestly I'm the same way. So I am super ready for tonight. I hope you guys enjoyed these first four games of the New York Mets. There's a lot to look forward to. Um what else did I miss? What else did I miss? Um it was nice to see Lindor get a home run yesterday. I actually missed yesterday's game uh the 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 series finale against the Nationals, but it was nice to see Lindor uh, get a hit because he's he's struggling a little bit at the plate. Uh, but, man, a huge boost from the new guys, man. Shout out to them. And, um, man, I'm out of breath. I get I get ramped up. I really get hyped up uh, talking about the Mets. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I wish I had, like, my own TV show or something. But it's, you know, maybe one day. Um, well, look, that is all I have on the Mets uh, let's not, oh, one more thing on the lineups. I promise you I'm fucking done scrolling through the comments on Twitter. When the New York Mets, um, Twitter account post the starting lineup for tonight's ball game or any ball game going forward, because we have a problem with every fucking lineup. And I'm not going to lie to you. I was kind of the same way the past few years. But this is a new manager. This is an experienced manager. This is a manager who has some pull in regards to decision making. And I'm not going to fucking sit here and doubt Buck Showalter. And I don't care who else it was. it would have been if it was an experienced manager. I'm not going to fucking doubt him. So we really need to calm down. Like Mets Twitter needs to calm down on the I'm not happy that Dom Smith is not playing. I'm not happy this guy's not playing. Buck is going to get everybody in there. Like there's only fucking nine spots. Can we just like chill out a little bit and let the man go to work? We're four games deep. We're not 40 games deep and we're three and one. So let's relax a little bit on all this, you know, decision making like Trevor May should have pitched yesterday I fucking promise you Buck is gonna work everybody everybody is gonna get their turn to punch in and fucking play so let's simmer down a little bit on um you know on all that stuff man you know we're we're fans at the end of the day um you know if we were good enough to make lineup decisions and all that bullshit we would probably be managers right now but we're not so let's enjoy tonight's game fuck philly fuck the philadelphia phillies and uh let's hope these mets get this win tonight